live from Fort Bragg's backyard. This is the show that put the One Ted Nation on the map. There is only one nation, the One Ted Nation. And you're listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show. Covering each and every sport across the board. There is no sport too large or too little. It's time to talk the talk. Here we go. Here's the man, the founder, and your host, Mr. CJ Sports. to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at CJ Sports One. You can follow the 110 Nation at <clears throat> the 110 Nation. Also, check out check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, 110 Nation Sports. Also, check out the site, www.110nationsports.com for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. I want to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus and more to music. You guys can find their banners on our site over at www.110nationsports.com. Just click the banner. It takes you to where you need to go. Help support these uh, great marketing partners that help support us. Um, also, there is a uh, banner up for the GoFundMe for more. I'm co-host of... Uh, Race Chat Live with Chris and Craig. Um, for those that don't know, um, he is uh, battling, I won't say it's lung cancer, but he's battling cancer, and uh, he's going to be out of work for a while. And with the medical expenses, um, they're trying to raise some money to help ease all that. Um, so make sure you guys go over and check that out. But most definitely go over and check out the site. A lot of great things going on. i got to thank uh, Ms. Brandy. Um, she has been uh, um getting all the uh, PR um, pieces on the uh, website. So I got to thank her as we got a lot of those coming in with the uh, um, relationships we have with all these great race teams. And then uh, I've been uh, doing my thing over there as well. So make sure you guys get uh, my thoughts on uh, some of the topics that I don't get into here on the show. Um, haven't had anything the last couple of days. Everything's kind of been yeah. Might not have a college football season. If we don't have a college football season, does that mean we have an NFL season? Uh, I mean, I believe they're playing golf, but nobody really is paying attention, so I don't even know. Hell, true story. I thought we did the Indianapolis 500 already. I thought we did it in a normal, the normal weekend with the Coca-Cola 600. I guess we ran some grand prix or some free i don't know what we even ran but um i i i swore that we did picks for this and i swore that i think everyone was scott dixon or somebody because i didn't know anybody still running in the irl so i just went with the name that someone else had picked i really promise i swear that uh um i really swear that i thought that we had done these picks and had this conversation but i guess I guess not, as uh, we're going to have Andretti on the uh, front row to pull for the Indianapolis 500. And it feels weird even saying Indianapolis 500 getting ready to go into September. Um, but our, I promise you, I really thought we've had this conversation. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I thought they were pulling my leg. I thought Indy was just trying to, the IRL series was just trying to get over and have two Indianapolis 500s in the same year. I mean, NASCAR has been running the same four or five tracks for the most part. And have we revisited Daytona this weekend, but as a road course. Um, so I, I thought that was just Indies, which I wasn't thrilled with. I was like, I don't care that you're running Indy again. Just call it the call it something else, something 400 or something else 500, preferably not be a 500-mile race, just so it's different. Just like the Cup Series when they go back at Daytona for the July race, it's Coke Zero 400. When they run a Bristol, I don't think both of them are 500. Maybe both of them, both of them are 500. One's a Saturday or Sunday race, one's a Saturday night race. Um, I don't, I can't remember if both of them are uh, 500 or not. Um, seems like a day race might not be. Um, 
have no problem with them going back to the tra- track, especially in a year like that we're experiencing this year. But not can't call it the Indianapolis 500 twice in the same year. And so that's what I thought. Honestly, thought that's what IRL was trying to get over. I don't know. Let's, we're just doing the Indianapolis 500 again. I'm like, no, this does, doesn't mean the same. And then I'm in the chat room with the guys, and I'm like, didn't mean we already do an Indianapolis 500? And they're like, no, it was um, some IRL um, or some Grand Prix or something. I forget how the conversation went. I was like, are you are you sure? Like, I remember. I know, really. That's just that's what happened. Like, I'm just really confused. They said it was a Grand Prix of Indy. Um, is what it was called. I I'm lost. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so you know, March when everything shut down, and we decided there was gonna be no more basketball, no more hockey. Um, we're not gonna be hockey anyway. Um. It really kind of put things in a funk because for those that have been listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show and, and listening to the whole radio network for the last almost 10 years at this point, we're going on what, nine years here in a couple months, um, or no, 10 years here in, in April, um, you know, this has kind of been our place to escape. This has kind of been a way to kind of leave the real world. And I I didn't do shows until we got to, what, the end of June, getting ready to go in July. I think it was middle of June. And that's when we re- that's when we upgraded the studio, we upgraded the website, we got everything going again. And I was energized. I was doing previews for the NCAA Top 50, um, doing previews of the NFL once I uh, got that rolling, got the shows going. Now, I was, I was on the guys. Now, the guys, they were doing the shows, right, Chat Live. Um, but you, we, we had we had iRacing. And NASCAR was only off for a little bit. So, I mean, even with the iRacing, there was still a lot to talk about. And, I mean, you got people that lost sponsorships. You got people that lost rides in the IRL. Um, so there, there was still a lot to talk about. And, you know, we looked like we was going to have college football and a baseball season, which they're still trucking along. I don't know how long this is going to last. Um, for the most part, college football has pulled the plug. Um, NFL's kind of up in the air. You, you got a lot of players that are whining and crying. It blows my mind. You get paid all this money to do this, and here you got us making nickels and dimes on the on the hour, and we we've not missed a beat. We've not missed a day. And it's been hard this last week. There's there's not really been a lot to talk about. There's really not a lot to write about. Um, Ms. Brandy just texted me right before the show talking about, did you find anything to write about? And I was like, you know, I don't really want to write about the same stuff everybody's writing about, the the meaningless stuff. Like, I, who cares that so-and-so won seven to six? Or who cares that so-and-so, you know, like, I, I try to more figure, feature on the, the bigger topics of the day, things that stick out instead of just kind of just giving you the highlights of uh Reds over Cardinals three to one win. Like, what's really to talk about there, you know? And, and so, you enter the show tonight, and you you, you want to stay positive because you know you thought you was going to have all this, and it looks like it's all going to be yanked from us again. And you got Justin Fields trying his hardest to 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 rejuvenate the, the possibility of a Big Ten football fall sports season as he did his petition. And he's gained a lot of momentum. He's getting around his 200,000 signatures that um, he was uh, hoping to get and hoping that it'll help change his mind. Um, When asked uh, why um, 
he he felt that he needed to take this action on his own. The guys have come back for uh, their fifth year, coming back off injury. I think we owe it to these guys the most. Um, I've just been behind the scenes, all the work that they've put in and how much they really care about it. And I also believe all the coaches and all the players, parents want us to play, and they're all safe with the guidelines Ohio State has set. Um, you know, I don't know if I've talked about this on – I believe one of the last shows that I had, because I don't know if I had any shows last week. I'd have to look back in the archives. I remember last week was such a blur with work. I know two of the days I was from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m., I know it was another day I was from 5 to, I don't know, late evening, maybe a couple. So, all right, it seems like I did a show with Izzo, so I'm assuming that Monday we I made it home in time to do a show. Um, I think I scheduled Tuesday Tuesday's throwback um, Monday night so that it was good for Tuesday. So, because I knew that was one of the days I was going to be at 11 and the Wednesday 11. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know if I talked about it on Monday's show or not, but, I understood if, as much as it hurt, I understood if college football didn't have a season. I understand there's a difference between getting paid millions of dollars um, and having millions of dollar contracts to play a sport versus just going to keep your eligibility for a free college, a free ride, basically. Um, and, and there, there's a difference between putting potential health risk versus someone getting paid to to perform their job. So I, as much as I, I think the numbers are inflated, as much as I, I, I do not believe none of the stats, I, I think that the fact that it's a 99.99, however many numbers, um, chance that you're going to live from this, that you 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 have basically have the same risk uh, of dying from the flu as this, and you have more people on a daily basis dying from suicide, OD, uh, more kids being human trafficked than we're having casualties from this, and this is what the focus is on, it is beyond me and ridiculous. But argument's sake, I understand. You know, if this is really a concern with these athletes and the, the school programs, I understood this was going to be a possibility. And, and I'm more, even though as insane as all this is to me and drug out unnecessarily, how, you know, you, you got this fact check this and fact check that. And, you know, one of the things I posted was that mask and I'm, I'm anti-mask. But I, I don't know what made me post uh, an article talking about it scientifically proven that the mask reduced the passing of COVID-19. And I made a comment about, you know, the report says blah, blah, blah. And they fact-checked it and says it's not even right. So there, there are so many conflicting stories and even fact-checked is not even saying that wearing a mask can reduce the spread of COVID-19. Why this is drug out other than the fact that it's an election is beyond me. And we got so many bigger things and more important things to focus on, like where all these kids are going and the the, the child trafficking going on in the United States and across the world. Um, with all this put to the side, I understood what the possibilities were. I, I, I Of course, when it comes to professional sports, I, I don't understand why. Um, you've got NASCAR that has basically been running for the last two or three months. They've had two drivers come up positive. One was a positive, and the next day he had two negatives, so it was a false rating. And Austin Dillon came up positive yesterday before Saturday before Sunday's race, and I bet you'd be more than anything within a day or two is going to be a negative, and we're going to have another false for there just so many false tests going on. Um, and so – to hear these baseball players, one, obviously you're not conducting business as the way you need to be conducting business. In other words, if there there's guidelines that are set up and, and to protect so there's not a spread of this, quote, uh, in the biggest air quotes in the world, virus, then obviously these players are not following the, the protocol and, and the guidelines or they would not have so many people coming up positive. Those are big air quotes, too. Um, that, that they they would have the same um, the same 
statistics as NASCAR does. And that you're talking two people, one of them was back-to-back days was a positive, then a negative, and a negative. So we're waiting to see what the other one, how the other one happens. But you're basically saying no one, maybe one person in, in two months, and, and they have all these people, and they're in contact with all these teams and the garage and everything else. So it's not like they're not in contact with the, a bunch of people. And yet they've managed to do this and do this right. So if we have, if these are honestly all true positive tests that Major League Baseball has had, then obviously Major League Baseball has no control of their kids and needs to set better guidelines and stricter guidelines in order to get these kids to behave and act like professionals because this is beyond ridiculous. And to hear these players, I, I, I – being somebody that has not missed a single day since this has happened. I think there was one weekend, I think I took a four-day weekend. Was it because I was sick? Just because I wanted to get away from everything. I might have even been just a three-day weekend. Outside of that, I've hardly even had days off in this whole stretch. And I'm doing it for nickels and dimes on the dollar and know what I need to do, what the guidelines are, what is expected of me. And I managed to do what I've had to do every single day so that I don't miss a beat. And you you got players that you're basically either in a bubble or as long as you go play your game and then go back to your room or go straight home or whatever the case may be, there would be no issues and you would get through the season and you would get paid your millions of dollars and you get to act like an adult and a grown-up like the rest of us that are deemed essential. Between the fact that we we can't get grown adults to act like grown adults and act like professionals and, and do what they need to do to be able to do their job, we get sports back for a little bit, and then sports wants to drag politics in it. I can promise you, I can guarantee you, to gazillionth power percent of fans do not want to hear about your stance on anything, want to hear your political opinions, or want you to drag anything into our opportunity to get away from the world and watch you play sports. What you do on your own time, what you tweet, what you Facebook is your business, and that's where it needs to stay. Personal thoughts and opinions need to stay on personal time. I promise you, we don't turn the TV on for everybody to disrespect the military, disrespect the flag, or show what part, what stance they're standing for and what cause they're standing for and everything else. If I really am that intrigued, if I am really interested to know what cause that you support, what religion you are, what sexual preference you prefer, how many girlfriends you've had, how many boyfriends you've had, are you married, how many kids do you have? How many years of your contract? What you get? If I really, I would take the time to go look that up. I would take the time to do the research because then that is my personal my, my personal knowledge. But when I when I turn that remote and I turn it on to to sit there and watch a hockey game or watch a basketball game or watch a race, ninety nine point nine nine. Nine, nine, we can say nine on that long. Percent of the people out there just turn it on to simply watch. 
a game, a hockey match, a race. There's even some some people out there watch golf. Watch people hit a golf ball. And so when a, a time of day where we're not even sure what sport is even going to play, politics got to be drawn into this to even hurt the ratings. NBA does realize, like, almost every TV show out there has better ratings. <laughs> everybody's so tired of this being shoved down our throats. The WNBA has never really had ratings, so I, I, I don't know if they was still, I, I didn't even heard of them even still being on TV at this point. Justin Fields is fighting and fighting hard to uh, to get the Big Ten to uh, play football this fall. Um, I know it's been talked about about them playing in another conference. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that as well. I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, – Play the Big Ten playing some of these conferences that you got these fans that talk about Ohio State schedule, which blows my mind because every year Ohio State plays Michigan, who's usually ranked, Wisconsin, who's usually ranked, Nebraska, who's usually ranked, Michigan State, who's usually ranked, may or may not play another ranked team outside of the conference, and they may or may not depend on the year of Indiana, Northwestern, or Iowa if they're another ranked team that they got to play, Pasta usually plays on average four to six ranked teams a year. On a bad year, they might play just three ranked teams. Clemson's schedule had them playing no ranked teams this year. Alabama's notorious for maybe one ranked team. People have the audacity to talk about Ohio State's schedule. It blows my mind. I've never, never understood how, why, but anyway, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Ohio State necessarily going to play in one of those conferences, and uh, um, SEC. It's be an interesting year. And Chris from uh, uh, Race Chat Live just sent the schedule. Even this. Even this, Alabama still plays a weak schedule. Is that Missouri, who's not going to be ranked? A&M, I doubt they're going to be ranked. Ole Miss, not ranked. Georgia, ranked. Tennessee, probably not. Mississippi State, probably not. LSU, going um, to be ranked. And maybe Auburn still manages to still. Putting them in the group, and Alabama still might play three ranked teams more than usual, but still weak. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a response to that, but I wouldn't mind seeing Ohio State. I would love to see if the Big Ten didn't, this thing didn't work out, that they go play maybe in the SEC where it, it'll shut up SEC fans. It'll make the uh, these SEC, SEC teams have to play with at least one more ranked team throughout the year um, versus even at best Alabama might play three ranked teams, Auburn, LSU, and uh, Georgia. Um, I wait for uh, Chris's response. Uh, so we're gonna obviously we're gonna have our fingers crossed and hope of the season. It, it's just so dang on depressing. Like I, 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 I get the local paper, and, and I, I know that I cannot get the local paper and just be online and everything else. But it's it just one more avenue. It's just one more, and I'm sure I can go online in this particular the Dang Daily News. I, I'm sure I could go on there and do that, but 
gives me opportunity to do other things while I'm looking at the paper. And it's just one more just way to get input, information, knowledge, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it got to a point that the papers never even made it into the house. Like, they just went straight to the trash. Like, it was so depressing. As you would see the front page, I mean, it's still depressing, even still today. There's really, there's only four pages big. That page, half of it takes, is taken up by, um, <laughs> At least we're going to play somebody. Ha ha. SEC championship game will be the national title game. I wish they would have little Ohio State play on our conference just so y'all could see how easy y'all have it up there. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it anyways in case you ain't listening. But half this paper still. Here we are with the the. Major League Baseball playing, NHL playing, I believe the NBA is still playing, NASCAR is still running, IRL is running, um, golf is going. Um, I, I think they even got tennis stuff going on, if I'm not mistaken. Soccer is going. So you got all this going on. Uh, <laughs> trying to throw salt in the wounds. How about feel even worse when Justin Fields transfers to Alabama? Anyway, got all this supposedly going on, and the sports section is four pages long, and half of page four consists of the weather, and page two is almost all stats that mean nothing, like you got the full schedule, the NBA playoff glance, um, you got Major League um, MS, MLS soccer and all the their records, so it takes out a section. Um Hockey, like, it breaks down everything in the schedule, so it takes up, like, a the fourth of the page. Not really talking about anything. It just has the schedule and all the scores. So, so three and a half pages of actual sports talk, really two pages out of four. That's really news uh, in the sports section, which is a, 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 a massive improvement because when all this was going on, the front page talked about sports. Um, there really, really wasn't no sports to talk about, and then the rest of it was like it was a two-page, well, four pages because it's still four. But one of the pages, I think two of the pages, might have been classifieds. One was the uh, stock, and half of it was the weather, and half of it was stock. And the front page was only got a sports. That's how that's how depressing it got to be. And, and so the papers never like oh my, that's all the time you want the paper. There ain't no sports there. That's the reason. That's the only reason I even get the paper. Is one more, you know. Uh, venue or one more way, you know, to get information. There ain't no sports. I really, and so most of that three month stretch, the newspaper never even made it inside. Um, it went straight to the trash can. If it made it inside, it was to come straight inside and put it in the trash can. Most of the time, it just went in the trash can in the garage. And here we are getting to the end of August where we should be watching some football, NFL, college, we should be either having or getting ready to have high school football. We should be about in real-life baseball playoffs. Um, we should get to be ready to start a new basketball season. The one consists of them traveling and, and not just worried about politics, but actually traveling and playing and worried about a season. But here we are. Trying trying to muster up the energy to to not talk about the same thing every night. Hopes that something breaks. You have no idea. Not breaks, like break but like breaking news. Like you have no idea. That's really the only reason I even go on Facebook. And you, you have no idea how often I refresh and refresh and refresh just, just in hopes that something has happened, something breaking, something I get to talk about, something I get to write about, something that just brings some kind of hope in life. NASCAR got to run uh, at Daytona this weekend. They, they did the, the road course, the Roval. It was interesting. Uh, first time. 
So in a season where there's no qualifying, there's no practice, these guys are going to turn one in a 14-turn race and have no idea. They've, they've never ran here. Like, this is all brand new. I was I was impressed. They they, they handled the business. Um, it was an interesting race. What I like about road courses, especially with this whole um, stage racing, it's really – it's really changed pit strategy. Um, you know, the day back in the day before they had the stages, you, you would have some drivers that would be on different pit strategies. In other words, they would count backwards. They they would pit. As soon as the window opened, they knew they could pit then and pit one more time and make it to the end of the race or pit two more times, make it to whatever it was while you had other drivers that ran the full fuel run and then was pitting, going strategy that way. And, and so you've all, you always had two different strategies. Then you, you brought the ringers in, so you had different drivers out there. So now you got two different pit strategies going on, and you had ringers. Now, they've kind of gone away with – I don't even remember the last time we actually had a ringer. Um, you know, something I can ask um, the guys on Thursday night. But now with the whole stages and the stage wins and the stage points and uh, the stage wins that give you playoff points, like that is throwing a twist. So now you've got, you got drivers that are still racing, counting backwards down. you got those that are still trying to do the full uh, fuel run, which on, on this race, the first two stages, they didn't actually have to pit um, – their their pit window was like 22, 20 to 22 laps, and the first two stages were only 15 laps long. So technically, they didn't have to pit for a whole stage, and they didn't even have to pit during the caution. They could have gone into partway into the next stage if they wanted. Um, only stage you really had to pit was the last stage, and then you saw really the backwards counting play into effect because you, you had people pit early versus getting closer to that 20 lap. They, they more pitted more towards like 10, 12 laps into it. So you saw different strategies. But then to see also the, the strategy of who needed the points, who felt the points were more valuable, the valuable, who, who thought the playoff points with the stage wins were more valuable, um, it, it got to be very interesting. And uh, you, you, you got this – see things different. You, you got to uh, see the different strategies. You, you got to see these drivers try to get used to this track. Um, I've kind of over the years, um, I've kind of changed my position when it came to road courses. Growing up, I wasn't real big on the road courses. It just wasn't a track that I necessarily wanted to sit and watch. I one I'm the same way still even today. One I I'm a Daytona Talladega. I, I like to see the drafting. I like to see the two three lines of drafting going a couple hundred miles an hour, inches apart, two three wide, um, and watch the drafting really go into effect. And you know I tell people all the time the the most intense game I've ever played. Um, I think it was on the Xbox, but I, I was playing one of the NASCAR games. And, like, I, I was all into this game and the drafting, and, and the, it was it was insane. Um, <laughs> most intense game I've ever been involved with. I think I was sweating. Um, I've always been a fan of the super speedways. That, that has always been my first love. I don't know why. It just is. Over the years, road courses, my opinions on road courses have changed, especially with the strategy. Because growing up, it was the same. Like, they were spread so far apart, and you, you either had the ringers again involved or you just had everybody race until they ran out of gas. And, like, it, it just wasn't the same now with certain drivers counting backwards, certain drivers just running the regular course. Some people worried about stages pitting right before the stage so they can leave the, in the second stage or the third stage. Things things have changed, and therefore my opinion of road courses. And plus, 
the drivers got more used to it. Growing up, the, the, the whole road course thing for most of these drivers was still kind of new, and that's why they had the ringers because these these cup guys weren't that great on the road courses. And so having an opportunity to watch these drivers get better and better um, made it where you really wanted to watch these road courses because now you, you had a – a bunch of the most talented drivers out there actually racing versus some substitute drivers racing against a bunch of non-talented drivers who still managed to win most of the time. I can't remember too many ringers that actually won. Um, and so my opinion of the road courses have changed. And there's been a lot of discussion since they ran a Daytona or the Roval um, should should they add it to the schedule? And this this is what I and this is I've always been a firm believer of this, and this is what I'm going to say about it. We need to have at least two regular season road course races. Out of 26 races, that's that's not a not a reasonable or unreasonable accomplishment. Even possibly three, if not two. What I feel in the 26 races, you need to divide up the different kind of races. You got your super speedways, you got your two miles, you got your intermediate one and a half, your one mile short track, and then your um, road courses. Split them up evenly. Why not make it even across the board, across all talent? So why put four races in the super speedway and you have, what, four short tracks? But for those that excel in the road course, you were lucky to have one or two races. Like, I want to see the best of the best across all the tracks. So let's let's see all the tracks versus let's instead of seeing how many how many teams can figure out how to dominate the 1.5 miles and let's run a bunch of 1.5 miles. Okay, you you got a few teams that master that and that's what they put all their energy into. That's all they need to put their energy into because that's where most of your races are. Let's let's be a little bit me. Let's be a little bit more diverse on the tracks. But more importantly, we need a road course to be part of the chase. Because how can you crown a champion and say he's the best of the best of the year if he didn't even have to compete or beat the rest of the field on a road course? You you restrict on what tracks. Um, that makes no sense to me. So if we're going to do Charlotte's, let's do Daytona, let's do Watkins Glen, um, if there's another one that we're still going to run, then let's do that as well. I'll maybe alternate Charlotte and Daytona since those are, are not traditional road courses. They're rovals that include the oval part of the track and the infield road course. Um, however you want to deal it, do it. But let's, or better yet, let's do away with one of the Daytona races. As much as I love Daytona, it's not usually a packed house because you kind of watch the same race twice, just one's at night, one's at day. So let's mix it up and let's have your Daytona 500 and let's have the July 4th race then Daytona will be the road course for track. That will only help your attendance because you're not watching basically the same race twice. You're getting to watch two different two different types of race. Same with Charlotte. There's no sense to run in Charlotte twice. Let's run Charlotte, the traditional 600. The other race is Charlotte. Let that be the road. So then you're not taking away from any other track. You're just taking basically a duplicate race at a track that you're already running two races that are basically the same race. And you're changing it up, too, because I've been to Charlotte. I, I living in North Carolina, living there right there. It was an hour, hour and a half drive, somewhere between there. I've probably, well, there's no problem. I've been to Charlotte more than I've been to any other track. And the attendance only got worse and worse. The first year I went was back in 2000. That was crazy. More more so recently, the last six or seven years, I've gone probably at least once, if not twice a year. The attendance has not gotten any better. The, the, the Coca-Cola 600... Is a better attendance than the 500 because it's a night race. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's, you're getting more bang for your buck with 600 miles versus 500 miles. 
honestly, the biggest thing that kills Charlotte is the fact that usually one person dominates the race. Why traditionally I don't sit and watch Charlotte. I'll go to Charlotte because it's right there, hop, skipping away from the house. But I'm not going on my way to watch her race from Charlotte. Just like Kentucky. Kentucky wasn't that far. I got approved to go to Kentucky. I, Kentucky, why well, am I going to say it's my second most um, uh, visited track because I've been to Daytona probably about five times. Um, but media-wise, it was my probably my most visited, if not second most visited. But Kentucky was the same way. One, the attendance is horrible there. We're not getting any better that first year. That they, they had no idea what they were doing, and people missed the race because it was so insanely busy, and nobody had any – didn't conduct traffic at all, right? But after that, it just got less and less, and then usually one person dominated the race. There are certain tracks that I don't really have much interest in watching because usually one person dominates the race. Kentucky and, and Charlotte are two tra- prime examples. So why not mix it up? Why not let the, the 600 be your your granddaddy of them all at Charlotte, and instead of having to have the fans sit and you got a lesser fan base, um, and, and that could be your race in the chase because the second race is usually in the chase, daytime, why not change that up and let that be your road course there? That way, for a race that's in the chase and the attendance is horrible, there's no reason that it should be that way, a race that's in a chase. So mix it up and, and make that the road course. Give the fans something else to, to watch. We'll see what happens. We'll see how NASCAR handles this. Um, there's a lot of things that they've had to do differently. Um, races in the middle of the week, multiple back-to-backs. Uh, they ran Pocono with Saturday, then Sunday. Um, a lot of things that they've had to experiment and got to experiment with with the COVID-19. Um, I, I am in very intrigued to see, and this is going to be a topic of conversation Thursday night, um, what they carry on to, into to, uh, 2021, what things that they felt was a a win, a, 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 not just a win, but it must, let's, we got to do this in 2021 kind of win. Um, so I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see if we're going to have some kind of i-racing um, series or i-racing anything going on in the offseason. We know that the drivers don't have much of an offseason. They usually finish about middle November and usually the back in Daytona around January to start um, practicing and getting really getting the season undergoing. And they're, they're back in the beginning of February for speed weeks. They're there for a couple of weeks. The season kicks off usually about the second weekend of February. And then there's 36 weekends of racing with like two two or three weekends in the mix of there. That there might have been two weekends, maybe three, I don't know, that there's no racing, you know, like uh, Mother's Day weekend, um, Easter weekend that there's not an actual race. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if there's any kind of um, rumor or talks about having a, a, a racing league or anything going on in the off season, especially with a lot of the off time they've had this year, if it's something the drivers will take upon themselves. Cause they got a lot of ratings. A lot of people were intrigued to watch it and the graphics were unreal. Um, so that, that'll that definitely uh, be uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, let's see what else. Usually Izzo joins us at 8.30 um, here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, he let me know about an hour before the show that he was going to be caught up at work tonight. So hopefully we get to have him on Wednesday night. Don't forget tomorrow night, we got to take it back Tuesday. What I normally do is sit in the studio. I work on um, site stuff, social media. I work on upgrades and everything else. And while I'm in the studio um, doing all this, usually I pick an oldie but goodie. Um, a show that we have on this account, because we switch accounts. But this goes back to 2013. So we got seven of the nine, almost 10 years. Um, Usually I, I go through, pick one, and then I play it in the studio. 
while you guys get a chance to listen to what's what's uh, show I'm listening to um, as, as I'm working in the studio. So looking forward to uh, seeing what uh, what show catches my interest and uh, play it back. Um, Wednesday, I'll be back in the studio right here um, at 8 o'clock for the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, I'll find out later on tonight or tomorrow whether or not Izzo will be doing this at 8.30. Got a lot of things to talk about in hockey. I watched uh, the Blue Jays going five overtime last week while I was stuck at work to lose. That was so disappointing. Um, and, and then there's been a back-and-forth series. We'll start off back-and-forth series, but Tampa Bay is up three games to one as the Blue Jackets lost two to one today. Um, Got to watch uh, – the Golden Knights last night, I tell you what, that's a fast freaking team. Oh, my Lord. They lost. They were up 3 nothing in the series. They're up three games to one. But good God almighty, they're so fast. Like, it just felt like there was no reason why they should have lost that game. Um, I think they had 46 or 47 shots, I think, uh, um, their opponents and uh, John Lincoln, who they even played, um, didn't even have half that amount. But like as was said, quality over quantity. But it just felt like uh, they they were constantly uh, uh, bringing the bringing the pressure. Just not a great bunch of great shots. Um, so hopefully we get him in the studio on uh, Wednesday night to uh, get us caught up on all the way that's going on in the NHL. Of course, Thursday night, eight o'clock, right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. We got race chat live with Chris and Craig. I know that they have a guest joining them um, this uh, Thursday night. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Conversation that they had recently. I know that they were looking. They got. It's not going to let me pull it up. There it goes. We got, we'll have the 2020 Fonda Speedway Street Stock Champion, Jason Samroff, joining us this week. So I'm uh, looking forward to uh, um, listening to the guys this week and uh, listening to their guests and uh, get their thoughts and opinions on some things. Um, don't forget, you guys can uh, follow us on Twitter, at The 110 Nation. You can like us on Facebook, The 110 Nation Sports. Uh, make sure you guys check out the site, www.the110nationsports.com, for all the latest. Got a lot of things going on over there. Make sure that you guys uh, check that out. I want to thank uh, all those that have been over there. I know from month one to month two, we were up 12.6%. Um, that was a, a nice jump and a leap. Um, I think we're a little bit down so far this month. We're tracking good. But uh, make sure you guys go there. Show some love. Check out what's going on at the site. Um, a, lot of, a lot of different things going on over there. If you're interested in joining the 110 Nation, um, if you have a show and just want to uh, – have it uh, syndicated over here, or you want to make this your home um, and let's produce your show and you be live on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, or maybe you just want to uh, come on and be part of the show. Like Izzo joins me for about 30 minutes uh, one day a week talking NHL, or maybe uh, talking on the radio is not your thing. Maybe uh, you want to get your thoughts and opinions on different sports topics, but uh, You'd feel better writing and, and, and expressing it that way, um, and enjoying our writing um, staff, um, or maybe social media or behind-the-scenes stuff is more your uh, comfort level. All you do is hit me up, give me an email, Mr. CJ Sports at uh, yeah, Mr. CJ, Mr. CJ Sports at Gmail dot com. You can also go to our site, www.the110nationsports.com. At the top, there is a tab that says Join the 110 Nation. All you do is click on that, give your information. I promise you I will get back with you um, and uh, see if you are a fit and see uh, how you want to be part of the 110 Nation. Um, we we got goals set um, every year for the next 10 years. Well, actually, about 10 and a half years. Um, I, I know where we want to be come April 15th, 2021, our 10-year mark. What we want to do every year after that to accomplish the goal that we want to reach at our 20-year mark, which would be 2031. So uh, if you want to be part of that and uh, be part of uh, up-and-coming um, news uh, sports outlet um, with uh, a mission and, and goals, all you got to do is just hit us up. Also, if you want to be a marketing partner, we got plans for everybody. Um, all you got to do is just hit me up as well the same way. 
Um, I want to thank all those that um, catch us, however you catch us. Um, if it be here on Blog Talk Radio, if you catch us on uh, Spreaker, uh, Stitcher, there's a whole bunch of them. I want to make sure I don't forget anybody. Those that are catch us over at Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Podcast Addicts, Podchaser. Um, I just want to thank you guys for uh, giving us a chance and uh, listening to the shows. Make sure you guys do us a favor, though. Um, go over to Spreaker or Blog Talk Radio. Follow us there. That helps us build the numbers we need to on that end of it. Um, going to the site helps. As the more people visit our site, the more marketing partners we can acquire. Um, and, of course, uh, Facebook. Make sure you guys like us on Facebook because if you like it and then it spreads on their news feed or your news feed, then other people can see it, and we can continue to uh, grow that way. Um, trying to think of anything else I want to get in before. I've got to make sure that I thank Sport, Sport, uh, Carolina Sports Plus and Board of Music without these great – partners we wouldn't be able to do what we do and grow the way we grow so make sure you guys check that out um like i said eight o'clock tomorrow night we got take it back tuesdays i will have an oldie book goodie a show that uh, uh we have some great guests on and a great time so make sure you guys check that out i will be back here live on the 110 nation sports radio network for the 110 nation sports show eight o'clock on wednesday night make sure you guys check us out and uh give us a listen um Check out the site, www.110nationsports.com. Like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Follow us on Twitter, at 110Nation. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show with Mr. CJ Sports. You are a part of the 110 Nation. So be sure to visit the110nation.com for everything related to the show. You can follow CJ on Twitter at 110Nation and on Facebook at 110Nation Sports. Until next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.